money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I don't know. I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm ready to talk money, but yeah. I have never (laughs) seen you so excited and so joyful to talk about money. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Sorry, everybody. I'm just... (laughs) This is the show where Dave talks about money and Reb just laughs her way through. We're not. Uh, hey, so. I'm taking the joy of the Lord anytime I can get it anytime. these days. So, well, if this is your first time um, tuning in and coming to the show, then welcome. We are so glad you're here. Uh, we have actually a fun show. Reb, we started the show by laughing and and. You know, the reality is, is we're going to, we're going to have some fun. We've got a great guest, a regular guest in, in Ray Borg. Ray, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be with you guys. And I want to, you know, there's a number of places to pick up the the podcast here. So you can get it at morethanenough.ca. You can get it at chri.ca. Those shows have the, 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 the play button right there, or sorry, those websites have the play button right there. So no special, um, equipment needed to listen if you do do it on podcasts and you can listen in on any of the your podcasting platform just search let's talk money with dave and reb and, and you'll find it and talking about ray um a lot of the blogs and and some of the shows ray are you hosting any all of the shows on notmine.ca yes so every podcast um that is posted is uh on your platform so it's also Posted on notmine.ca, so it's just another opportunity for people to clean some methods. And we awesome. really want to focus today on the notmine.ca and some of the resources. Obviously, we are um, we're in the middle of this. Let's do this uh, this recovery from COVID together. Um, and there's still a lot of unknowns. And of course, finances in the best of times are not our favorite topic. But if you've tuned into the show, then you must have a little bit of interest or maybe you need a little bit of help. And that's why we're here. We're going to really highlight some of the resources that are available through notmine.ca, which is the website and financial discipleship, which is Ray, where, where you hang your hat and, and what you do every day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just so you know, we have pre-recorded the show. So mm-hmm. um, as of a couple of weeks ago, we are trying to be as current as possible. We're not recording past three weeks out so this is kind of uh it is recorded so mm-hmm. we can't we're not obviously as up to date as the end of may but and just, that's kind of the crazy part you yeah. know talking about uh, you know we we pre-record and guess what um things, things happen change. really fast um, so. so but what we're talking about today with ray and what uh, financial discipleship and not mine.ca is offering and what Ray, um, as a pastor and ministry liaison with financial discipleship, what he's been seeing uh, in this the last few months, and um, and and we're going to share a little bit how of some of the things we're offering the church, the body of Christ, just as he will do in a few minutes. Um, but I'm going to read some scripture, and I'm going to read from Acts 
And of course, everyone's going to, I don't know if people roll their eyes at this passage. I mean, I know we're not supposed to because it's God's word. I was going to say. No, I, but I, let me put it in context. We read this and we think it's some huge high goal of how to be the church. And I'm not reading it for that reason, because this is the story of um, after the Holy Spirit came um, and they received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, and then the church started growing. And it says this in Acts, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And and sometimes I have been in circles or discussions where people are like, well, do we have to sell our houses now or invite everybody over and share it? You know, that's kind of that pie in the sky aim of when they read this. But when I read it, I see different things. And I was going to ask you and Ray today, how can we apply this story? Like it was a different time, kind of, obviously, a long time ago with Rome in charge in in their world. But how can we glean from this and learn from it and maybe apply some things to our situation today? And because, Ray, you're the guest, you get to go first. <laughs> okay. In other words, Dave doesn't know what he's going to say uh, yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, 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 this particular section of Scripture has been on my heart for some time in the last year or two. Um, because I've wondered, Lord, is there a time when you're going to return us back to, to what I would say is some foundational principles and the initial DNA that um, the Lord put into the early church, that whole sense of fellowship together, walking in community and supporting and loving one another and reaching beyond uh, perhaps a four-walled church to express church outside of that. So Mm -hmm. um, I I look at uh, some of the situations I'm aware of. One is I know um, through the in the UK, there's a particular church. There's you know they're feeding a thousand people uh, a, a day as they reach out into their local community. They're serving there. Uh, another church I know in DC, uh, they work with the school board education, and um, instead of letting their bus drivers go, the bus drivers actually are delivering food each day to some of the. Um, lower socioeconomic um, regions and and making certain children are having some food and the churches are preparing that and putting that out there. And I know another church in Hamilton, then uh, Salvation Army Church, uh, a colleague of mine who is um, also serving um, meals in their community. And to me, that's just kind of a real practical outworking of how we can serve and love one another. And one of my questions always to myself as pastoring is how can we meet the needs not only inside the four-walled church and the people there, but how can we look beyond that? And mm-hmm. are there some needs that we can do? And I know that through here in Ottawa, you know, there's uh, the um, there's a website that One Way Ministries has set up um, that is focused on how we can support, you know, the, the sewing of masks and sewing of gowns. To me, those are some real practical things. If you have some skill sets, you can offer that at the website. Um, but just, you know, uh, practically, sometimes people in this time, because time has passed and the isolation has been so long, 
for some people, that sense of being so alone, particularly, I would say, very um, active seniors who suddenly have had their life hit the pause button, it has been very challenging for them. And if mm-hmm. they're single, um, you know what? Look in your sphere of, of people. Are there people uh, that the Lord might move on your heart and say they need a phone call or an email? Just a point of contact to just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I want to love on you. Maybe uh, just a practical outworking. You know, the next time you're in the store picking up a few extra things and and dropping them off at their doorstep, mm-hmm. bringing the doorbell and saying, you know what? I just thought about you. I wanted to bless you here. How are you doing? And doing the social distancing check-in. I see more and more doing, people doing that in their communities around uh, those kinds of things. Um, uh, inviting neighbors to engage in that. Another guy I was just talking to in Brampton, his family, what they did was they did a street party where they just welcomed everybody to sit at the end of their driveways and connect and somebody played some music. And it was an opportunity to engage with their community. And for me, that's just sharing another witness um, about the love of Jesus. So, mm-hmm. um, and so, so, out. so even though we have this scripture in this story, you know, for them it looked a certain way, but for us in this season, we can have the same spirit that that the church had in the early, in the in the first days. Mm-hmm. We can. Mm-hmm. We, it is the same spirit because it's the Holy Spirit leading and directing, and it it's just going to have maybe a different look. When, it, when you were talking and when I read the verse, actually, I was speaking to a pastor here in the city and he said, uh, um, actually, it was Mike Hogeboom from Arlington mm-hmm. Woods. And we're going to have him on hopefully in a few weeks um, because I was talking to him about how the tornado um, situation and it had affected them and how it set them up to respond in this season. It's, a, it's, it's It'll be a really mm-hmm. great interview. But he said that since... Um, May, March 17th, they've been meeting for prayer every night. So mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. way over, like as of mid-May, they're over 50 days of prayer every night. And I was just thinking about that. You know, they, every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. Well, isn't that what they're doing? They may be doing it through Zoom, but they're still mm-hmm. meeting together in the temple courts and they're praying on behalf of their community and city. And that just really excited me to hear that story too. So... Um, I don't know, Dave, do you have any comments about? So the, the interesting thing that jumped out both when you read it this morning, but when I'd read it before was, was that one of the, the, again, the side effects of them coming together and, and worshiping and was that there were many signs and wonders and they Mm -hmm. were filled with awe and, and, and I, you know, I kind of thought to myself, so, um, in this season, as we, uh, I mean, one of the recurring messages from everywhere is we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Like we are in this together mm-hmm. and, and figuring out what that looks like uh, as an individual and for us as individuals, but also recognizing that th- this is a time where uh, as we draw close to God and as we draw close to God together, um, the byproduct of that will be that there's going to be some crazy miracles that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some crazy things that, uh, that, uh, God's God really wants to accomplish and do, um, because. And the Lord is going to add to their number daily. Mm-hmm. Those who are being saved mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't even articulate it. That just gets me so excited inside mm-hmm. that some of the things that Ray just mentioned and what we're seeing in our own city and communities, you know, I, I know for Ray and Arlene, your neighborhood is also coming outdoors and you've talking to your neighbors like you've never had before. Like 
I think these some of these physically distance phys- physically distance yeah. right we're not we're not getting anyone in trouble but um like that just to me is it's just so exciting I know there's lots of negative stuff and if you're listening today I hope you just get encouragement you know for me uh to see a church praying every night like you guys when has this happened only before revival happens or renewal or like this drawing where where the the globe as Christians we are united in prayer and we're asking God we're asking God to change our hearts like we're, we did a, a show last week about the new normal because that's a, just a phrase right so you know the new new normal like I hope it's praying like we are praying you know how we're seeking God in his spirit like that's just so exciting to me I'm so hope giving you know in the midst of hard things. Like, I'm not saying at all that it's not hard, but it was hard for them. Mm-hmm. Rome was no easy taskmaster. So, well, and I think the other, the other thing, just to, to kind of piggyback on what does this scripture bring out for me is, is that we are, um, there's needs all around us. Um, there's, there's people, uh, that, um, we don't have to go very far. And I know we've, we've said this many times in different contexts, but, you know, quite literally, um, our neighbors are, you know, opening your eyes and just saying, you know, what is the need of the neighbor next door? Like, what is the, the need of the, of the community next door? What, it, what are the needs? Um, and if you are on the side where you're like, I have a need, like, okay, so some humility, but also expressing that need and finding out, okay, how do we do this as a community um, and, and really work together? Um, you know, when I read this, you know, they said some people stole properties and, and, and I'm like, so somewhere along the line, there was a, a, in a sense, a communication that there's some people with needs and there's other people that have extra. Mm. And, and so we're bringing those two people together as we fellowship and as we worship together and as we listen to each other and as we uh, truly hear each other, Mm. then we go, okay, where, you know. I might not have an awful lot, but I actually can meet the need over here or mm-hmm. I can, um, you know, there's again, um, just, just kind of when I was reading through that scripture, uh, uh, those were the two things that really came mm-hmm. out to me was, was we can, we can, we can really show that it's about perspective and, and recognizing in this environment where everybody's, Hey, we're in this together. Okay. Well, tell me your need. Right. Like, it's we have that phrase, you know, share what we have, share what you have, and share your need, which is just telling people what what you have need of. And um, but Ray, we're gonna. I just wanted to talk. You know, you are in Financial Disciples of Canada. I didn't know if you had your ear to the ground and you were hearing things across Canada. Our church is reaching out to NotMine.ca or Financial Discipleship in any way to get help. Um, are they seeing a need in their church yet, or is that happen like? Is that like I know that we're not quite seeing that at more than enough quite yet because we're still in the first three months of this, mm-hmm. right? And we're still getting help mm-hmm. from the government, so right. um, we don't know what's coming. So we haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything from from pastors or anything? You know, I I've not heard a whole lot, and um, um, my wife was on a, a Zoom call uh, last evening, and some of them made a mention about. Um, the Barna Group actually indicating that perhaps 20% of churches would not survive as a result of 
wow. uh, the coronavirus. And that really saddened my heart. So I did a little bit of research as I looked at it this morning and realized that I think pastors have been tending to the whole process of getting online, if they weren't online, getting the technology, trying to connect with the people, trying to figure out the new landscape, the new normal, as you mentioned, David. Just that whole sense of, so what are we doing? But by and large, as they've done the research in the U.S., the church giving is down and consistently down. And so for pastors, that's challenging. And, and learning how to pastor differently and help to reach out. And, um, you know, I think the primary focus for pastors is about offering hope. And I, I appreciate that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm wondering how are people... Um, navigating their own financial house. Um, mm -hmm. I'm aware of, I had a discussion with a woman last week, um, and they had ordered the materials and they were starting their small group and bless the heart of the leaders, she took it onto Zoom and they're working through Zoom and doing continuing on with the study as if nothing happened. And this was a woman, her senior years, just learning a ton and just loving it. Wow. And then that was exciting to hear. And then another pastor, actually, um, from a church, they had planned to do a study, uh, our Navigating Your Finances God's Way DVD study. And um, unfortunately, the printer shut down, and so we couldn't get the resources to him. So we've created a link now that is on our website at Compass Canada that you can actually um, access the videos online, and then we have a downloadable PDF that you can fill in, which is the study book. So you, what they've done is their people are watching this study, and then they're meeting on Zoom to actually dialogue and respond to the questions. Um, he had thought initially maybe 20 um, people might be interested, but he's now ordered over 40 um, links in order to for 40 people to engage in this type. So to me, that was an indicator that there is an interest, a growing interest, and in people really wondering, how do we navigate this season um, financially? So I'm going to just, I'm going to, we're going to just go over that again, because to me, that's really exciting. So your response at, uh, I, I can never, if I should call you financial discipleship, not mine or compass. Anyway, it's, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I never know, Ray. I'm that's sorry. Right. That's okay. <laughs> um, but so, so you have created a space so that if a church or a group or me would mm -hmm. want to do a DVD series with some people, I could go on your website, click on the link, get a downloadable PDF, and we'd have a, have a study and mm -hmm. learn about what God's word says about money. Correct. Wow. Yes, we, we thought we needed to respond to the moment and uh, worked with our webmaster and some design people and have created this. Um, and so, um, so it will start in the Oakville area this coming week. So I'll be curious to see how that goes. But I think it's just a new way of being able to offer um, a dialogue in community, dialoguing together and learning together. That's so would would it be like a Zoom call and they'd upload it that way and they'd all watch it together? Or does everyone uh, or Well is it, and in this case they've decided that each person can watch it on their own when they have the time to do it and when they come together it will be focused just on the discussion, which I think has a lot of merit. Sure, of um, course. And you're not spending time and worrying about some technology failing. Yeah. That is just it, 
I'm sorry, but that just really excites me. That's I'm just I know. really thrilled. I think, you know, whether it's Zoom or Google Hangouts or a number of other places that have platforms right now that everybody's using, it's to me just a great means to reach out. Wow, that's really good. Well, I know how we responded. Dave, you want to say, mm-hmm. just let people know what we're doing just a little different with the Q. You're looking at me like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. <laughs> You know, our Q&A. And- and like, how did we respond? I'm still in responding <laughs> mode where, uh, uh, as has changed. But for sure. So, I mean, Friday mornings, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Rib and I just sit down in front of the, the microphone on Facebook Live. So you go to the More Than Enough Facebook and just it's just a Q&A. Very 20 minutes. Uh, we usually try to keep it uh, under under 30 minutes, between 20 and 30 minutes and just Whatever questions you might have, whatever help you might need, um, whatever resources you're looking for, it's it's just a place to connect and, and ask some questions and and uh, see see how we can reach out to you. So that's that's uh, certainly ongoing. Um, and then we have offered to churches that if mm-hmm. if because uh, we've had one pastor reach out to us and he's asked, you know, how can if our our people have questions, what do you want to mm-hmm. do? So we're doing two one hour zoom calls where mm-hmm. Dave and I'll teach for a half an hour and then we'll or 45 minutes or whatever and have a Q&A dependent mm-hmm. on what the pastor and the leadership wants to see happen and um we're we're offering that to people cuz mm-hmm. that can just be done from everybody's home mm-hmm. and and of course all of the services you know and in the sense of our coaching services taxes and 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 the mortgage they're already very very remote very online so you know, if if you're looking for that personalized stuff, then then we're already online with that. Always have been. Uh, well, and we and we that. flipped our workshops so. online. So mm-hmm. any of the coaching workshops we do with our coaching clients, I'm now teaching them on from my house. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting shift, that's for sure. So, so so one of the themes, you know, really is is okay. So is this the new norm? And and Ray, you know, talking a bit a bit about that, I think that. Again, there's a lot of people looking at what, you know, what's happened the last number of months because of COVID and then essentially trying to decide, so what is, what does it look like? Um, what will be the new norm? What things do we keep? What things do we, do we, you know, go back to? And when it comes to finances, um, our encouragement is, is that uh, recognizing that Part of the new norm is is what you mentioned at the beginning, Ray, is this may have been a time where you've hit reset or maybe a time where um, you've you've had some time to look at it and say, okay, we're, we're going to assess their finances. Um, and my my encouragement today is just to say, well, if that, let's work on making that a rhythm. You know, if it's mm-hmm. doing a course and say, you know, the new norm is, is that, we are going to have financial dates every week with my, you know, me and my spouse. Um, and we're going to learn to do that because we've had to talk a little bit more about how the resources are flowing through our house during this season. And it actually hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Well, well I have a question. You mentioned like that 20% number, Ray, like that, mm-hmm. that's quite a number. And like, I don't even know how to encourage listeners really. Um, just around giving to your church like what do what do people do they're not going to the building on sunday so what do they do i know it's really i think exploring 
um, how um, best to continue to bless and and support the ministry of the house which is pastoring you. Um, and I know a number of churches have had to struggle to get that online. Some have been doing it for years. Others, it's a new process. Uh, I know my parents out in the country, they had a drive-by. They were encouraged. Everybody, there was a pail out in front of the door, and you could drive by. Didn't you have to get a vehicle and just drop your tithe, check in there? Please, we have a budget still to continue to meet. We still have to provide services, and so we still want to keep the ministry alive. Um, And so sometimes we all need to be reminded in that process um, and be encouraged to be faithful yet. Yeah, and that I... I, I don't know if it's just out of sight, out of mind, or or some people may, I mean, this is a whole different topic for a different show, but you know, well, you know, you don't know where your income's coming from, so how can you still give? But I that's, a, that's, I mean, that's a, a legitimate question on one hand, but um, I'll just say that God says to us, decide in your heart what you will give and do it cheerfully. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really yeah. clear in the Corinthian passages, but um Oh, we and have, you know what, just yeah. what David just said, you know, taking the time actually to meet, even as couples or individuals, mm-hmm. and going over your budget. You know, my wife and I sat down this week, and, and we retweaked our budget to reflect the season we're in. Uh, we've always operated with cash envelopes. Well, I think most of us realize now that people are not taking cash, so that means dealing with things a little bit differently, the money that we would set aside every month. And for those envelopes, suddenly it's like, okay, so we're going to have to look at this differently. So we actually created a new account mm-hmm. um, that actually money would be set aside so that we had that designated already. And so we're not dipping into other places, but we are focusing on um, the resources in different way. And perhaps looking, given the needs now, where do we want to give in order to build mm-hmm. bless? Yeah, I, I was the one thing I was thinking of also, like when it comes to giving or um, we I was amazed to see a couple of weeks ago, like CHRI had their fundraiser. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, Dan told us this morning it was I mean, they had a $50,000 goal, but it was well over that mm-hmm. and how people just reached in to support what matters to them. And and you can see that people are responding in, in their hearts to need the need, even for a Christian radio station. So um, that was pretty, I, I think that falls into that Acts passage that mm-hmm. I read about, right? We're sharing, yeah. it, it, is, it is a tool that draws us together, really, the radio station here. So that's the reason why we're even talking this morning. So anyway, Dave's saying, pray, 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 we're running out of time. So <laughs> I'm just going to thank God. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for how you're drawing us and teaching us, and I pray that you would continue to do so. I pray that you would encourage hearts this morning. I pray that you would encourage giving, even in small ways or big ways, that you would um, bring such peace and joy to us, that we would respond in gratitude to you and give out of what you have given to us. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity that you are giving us in this season, as hard as it is. You are faithful to us, and we just give you glory today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again, Ray, for joining us. What a, uh, it's always a pleasure, always uh, thoughtful as, as we, uh, we navigate. So thanks again. And go to notmine.ca. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, for, for all that, that information. Yes. Today. 
Yes, very cool. And uh, for for the rest, uh, as we kind of wrap up, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, we're going to add notmine.ca for some resources there. Um, there are all kinds of, of ways that we can connect. And, and yes, it looks different, but uh, our encouragement today is is to go back to the verse and just say, you know what, we are in community. Let's figure out what it looks like to care for each other through breaking the bread together, through learning together in the teaching, and just fellowshipping together. And part of that is joining us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.